It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. It's time for another edition of Silver and Black today, covering the Las Vegas Raiders, an Odyssey original podcast. We appreciate you guys being with us. Make sure you subscribe. If you don't already subscribe to the show, just check us out wherever you get your audio. Uh, Look for Silver and Black today. Turn on that auto download. That'll help us significantly. We certainly appreciate it. Lots to get to since the last time we talked. Uh, Obviously, the Raiders still... Uh, in the process of looking for their head coach, looking for their general manager, although the general manager hire is imminent. It's coming quickly. We're going to talk about that in the next segment here uh, to discuss what's going on there. But first, Mo, uh, by the way, Scott Branson, along with Mo Moten, my co-host, Mo is the senior NFL writer at Bleacher Report, covering the entire league. You can also catch his Raiders column up on sportsnot.com, where you can also catch my work where I am a writer, editor, and host. So uh, make sure you check out sportsnot.com as well as Bleach Report. Okay, Mo, since the last time we talked, uh, the the story broke around Max Crosby, and Max Crosby on his podcast talked about Antonio Pierce and that he felt Antonio Pierce needed to be the coach and that if Antonio Pierce didn't become the coach, that his quote was anything is on the table. He didn't say he would demand a trade. He didn't say he'd walk out. He didn't say any of that, but that's what he said. He intimated that anything is on the table. So you have to figure that, boy, that's all of that. That's all of that. Now he gets, again, he didn't say that, uh, but it led to an uproar. Uh, Again, there has to be some kind of battle going on in Raider nation, right? There can't be, (laughs) there can't be uh, peace and tranquility. There has to be something going on. And Max Crosby, a lot of folks who who really, 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 and I say this because there's so much emotion behind it, really want Antonio Pierce as the coach, feel he deserves it, feels he's the guy to do it. Those folks love what Max Crosby said. And then there's the other half of the folks who are like, Max, you're a player. What are you doing? Why are you saying it? Even folks like some content creators, I got to give a shout out to Graphic Raider who went on uh, one of the shows he was on and said, hey, listen, you know, why Why you do that? It's Mark Davis's team to run. Why are you bringing more dysfunction? So it's interesting. It's another sort of schism between uh, some in Raider Nation. But first, I want to get your comments because you had a really good, of course, as usual, level-headed take on Max Crosby speaking out and what it means and what it doesn't mean. Explain to the folks kind of your thought process around that. So when I first woke up, what was it? Was it was it <laughs> was it Saturday, Friday morning? I wake, I wake up Friday or Saturday. The days seem to meld together nowadays because I'm up all day. Yes, but anyway, playoffs. One of the one of those days, uh, I woke. I wake up and then I see Tom Pelissero's post about. Um, actually, it started with Ian Rappaport saying that Max Crosby was drawing a line in the sand. That was the first comment that came out, and then. People are saying, well, what does that mean? If he he's drawing a line in the sand, does that mean he's going to demand a trade if AP doesn't get hired? Then Tom Pelissero comes out the following day and says, Max Crosby is likely to to uh, explore a trade or trade or likely request a trade 
if Antonio Pierce isn't hired? My first thought is, one, Max Crosby is campaigning for the guy that he wants to head coach the Raiders football team. My second thought is, you have to, I know this is very ticky-tack and very technical, but there's a difference between demanding a trade and likely to request a trade. (laughs) So the most recent example is Jonathan Taylor. Again, this is a different situation with Jonathan Taylor. He, He wanted a new deal. There were some other things going on with Jim Ursay that probably rubbed him the wrong way when Jim Ursay talked about the running back market. But Jonathan Taylor requested a trade as well mm-hmm. this past offseason. And Scott, where does Jonathan Taylor, where did he play this season? Mm. Which team did he play Indianapolis, for? maybe? I think, I, I think he still played for the Colts this season, if I'm not mistaken. So my point here is players often request trades because they're unhappy. Jalen Johnson did the same thing with the Bears. Again, that was a contract situation. But players have requested trades before. Devin White, I believe, did the same thing in Tampa Bay. Again, contract situation, different than what Max Crosby is pushing for. But let's be real here. Max Crosby isn't paid like some of the highest paid uh, edge rushers in leagues. I'm sure a contract extension might be coming for him too. But my point here is a player can request trade, but it doesn't always lead to an actual trade. Usually what happens is a player is unhappy. He requests a trade. Then he has a talk with his head coach and or general manager. And sometimes things get smoothed out. Sometimes it doesn't work out and the player gets moved. But in the last few examples that I gave, Jalen Johnson, Devin White, Jonathan Taylor, uh, there was a talk with the team and the player ends up staying with that team and playing with that team in the ensuing season. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting up in arms about this quote unquote trade, trade request. Some people called it an ultimatum. And I said, let's pump the brakes on that because all it would take, let's say if the Raiders were to hire Jim Harbaugh, right? All it would take is, for Mark Davis and Jim Harbaugh to sick Max Crosby and say, look, I know we didn't get the guy that you wanted, but this is our plan. By the way, Jim Harbaugh has won 70% of his games or more in college and the pros. You know, are you down with this? We This, this is our plan. Are you in? And, and all I'm saying is that it would take someone to convince Max Crosby to buy in. I think that's what Max Crosby was saying. I don't want to speak for Max Crosby because he's a grown man. He can speak for right. himself. But to me, the way I read it is, if they don't hire AP, they're going to have to convince me that this is the way to go. Yeah, and and listen, I I again, there there are people that are really angry at Max Crosby for speaking out like that because they feel, and I understand the perception. Again, I don't, to your point, I don't think necessarily this is Max Crosby's intent. Okay, but in the world of hyperactive social media, emotional fandom. What we get to is a lot of people that I heard from and you heard from and you see out there, there was infighting. It's like, shut up, Max, go play, you know, go play and and don't worry about it's not your job to tell the owner who to hire. Okay, so let's take that premise because I understand that point of view, especially guys my age, right? Being in your 50 years old, it's like, you know, when we grew up, you didn't hear players. Now, every once in a while, you had a player who was so good, he he would be flamboyant and tell the team to do this and tell the team to do that. But overall, especially growing up, getting into the workforce, you don't go into your boss's office and say, dude, do this or I'm leaving, right? You don't do that. So knowing that, but 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 me seeing the side of it is this is a different generation. This is a different time, okay? You still won't like it. For those people who don't like what Max Crosby did, you're not going to ever like it, okay? And I'm not here to make you like it. But what I'm here to tell you is that this is a different generation. The way Max Crosby spoke out, I d- again, I don't believe his intent was to threaten 
His intent was just to share what he feels. Listen, I have people who share the most, I see across social media, share the most intimate details of their lives openly, okay? it's That's foreign to me. I share some things, of course, even though I have a, 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 a business like this, I have a show, I have, I'm in the media. Even though I do that, I do share some personal things. Some people don't share at all, which is fine too. But Mo, I think that the point here is this generation is different. So Max Crosby speaking out, you have to read between the lines there and understand that that, and again, I'm not, I can't speak for him either, just like you said, but that wasn't his intent. But I do understand the people is because earlier in the season, when there was stuff going on in the Raider locker room, Max Crosby said publicly, Hey man, when there's stuff going on here, we need to handle it in the house. I'm not going to talk about it publicly. So a lot mm -hmm. of people think that he's being a little hypocritical there. Now, mm -hmm. the difference is at that time, he wasn't, he wasn't campaigning and advocating for someone to be hired. Understand, and this is what, this is what I, I did. A, I did a quick TikTok video for Silver and Black today. And I said this, understand this time of the year, there's things going on behind the scenes. If you don't think that Antonio Pierce's agent is leaking things to the media, you're naive because the, they are. If you don't think players are leaking things to the media because they want their guy hired, you're naive. They are all campaigning and trying to get their guy hired. So, so when you see things pop out, that's coming from sources. And mm -hmm. it's, it's what they call, we'll talk about it a little later in the show too, it's what they call lying season in the NFL. Guys positioning themselves for free agency, guys positioning themselves for coaching jobs. There are coaches trying to get the Raiders job who are trying to undermine Antonio Pierce. There's Antonio Pierce, who is a very political animal. No matter what you think of Antonio Pierce, all you got to do is study his career, his time at ASU, all that stuff. You'll see how he politically maneuvers. He's a smart dude, okay? So all this stuff is going behind the scenes. So you have to understand that. And so that's the thing, Mo. People see this stuff on social media. They see headlines and they take it at face value, but it's not at face value. So Tom Pelissero is a very respected reporter. Ian Rapport, also a respected reporter. I'm not saying they don't get things wrong. But I'm sure that that didn't just come out of thin air. Of course not. About Max Crosby drawing a line in the sand and and him likely to request a trade. By the way, Max Crosby rolled out his podcast episode right after that rumor came after. out. So so yeah. I don't think that's all a coincidence. I, I, as you said, <laughs> I, I think this was Max Crosby's way of trying to craft or use the media, as I said on Sunday. He used the media to campaign and, and and add some pressure. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say try to force Mark Davis in decision, but to add a little public pressure because let's be honest, when you have a little bit of media public pressure, it wears on people a bit. So it I does. think Max Crosby was using that to to campaign for his guy. Not only that, and 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 with all due respect to our friend who we who we respect here immensely, Vic Tafer at the Athletic. Um, Vic Tafer, the day before the podcast dropped, had the exact quote that Max Crosby gave in the podcast. Do you do you think he just guessed that? No, it was given to him. <laughs> and God bless him. I mean, he's he he obviously has a good contact with inside the 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 Max Crosby camp. All right. So so they were and believe me, having done PR in my career as well. What you do is you call a reporter and you simply say, hey, listen, I'm going to give you this and, and you can use this part of it. But here's here's the deal. Here's what Max is going to say tomorrow. Um, here's what you can use. And that's what happens. And that's what you saw from Pelsar. That's what you saw from Vic. You saw from all these different people. 
And that's because they have great relationships through years of hard work with those people. But that piece of it, Mo, there's that going on. And then, you know, there is Mark Davis. Mark Davis is there. How much is Mark Davis listening to this? Some people will tell you Mark Davis is very, he, he caves too much to players. He caves too much to fans. I don't know if he does. He is taking his time. It's driving fans crazy, which is really interesting to me because last time he rushed into it and it turned out as a disaster. And now mm -hmm. he's actually taking his time and people are mad. So, Scott, the difference here is he rushed into a decision that or a candidate that fans didn't like for the most part. When Josh McDaniels is hired, a lot right of people di it. didn't like Josh McDaniels. Correct. Now they want him to rush into it because they want AP they to want get their the guy. job. That is right. the difference here. But right. really, really quick, Scott, I I'll say this. There are two schools of thought here. There, with Max Crosby, just to put a bow on that. Like you said, there's a part of Raider Nation that says Max Crosby is just a player. Shut up, play football. Yeah, You don't get to express your opinion. And there are some people that says, good, Max Crosby stood up. Because guess what? Mark Davis hasn't been making good decisions. So, he, you know. It's player maybe the players are ha are onto something better than Mark Mark Davis because of what the decision that he made. What I'll say is I I'm not in the Mark the Max Crosby for or against camp. I, I'm not I don't play those his nah. side or their side games. Nope. What I, what I'll say is Max Crosby has the liberty to voice his opinion however he wants to. Mark Davis is the owner of the team. He whether Mark, Max Crosby goes to the media or not says this or that mark davis has to make the best decision for the raiders whether that aligns with max crosby's thoughts and ideas or not mark davis has the final say so yeah. max can say what he wants but mark is the owner of the team he has to make the ultimate decision it's up to him what that decision is right and that and that's what uh, uh um dude graphic raider said you know and again I, I i know him obviously i don't know him we've never met or anything like that but but there's there's a lot of fan content creators that that i'm aware of obviously through murph and the guys and all that kind of stuff they're a very close group and and that's what he said it's his job to run the organization and 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 yeah. i think you also saw that from some folks out there um that we're talking about it when you saw tj hujmanzada talked about hey if you can go get harbaugh you go get him and he played for pierce loves pierce or knows pierce all that stuff right but he's he's been in the same position it was nice because you and i have been saying this all along right which is right. if you can get harbaugh exactly. you get him if you don't then cool hire antonio pierce no issue with that whatsoever so i i think that i think that people see that but again people want to get drawn into it's just like the politics, man. It's like, you gotta be right or wrong. You gotta be on either side of it. You know, I had people on X.com coming at you and I in the show because we said, oh, you know, there's, you know, Jim Harbaugh and this and that. And, oh, see, so you were wrong. Max Crosby, you said players wouldn't revolt against the team. It's like, Max Crosby's not revolting. He's not walking out of the locker room. We weren't wrong. So I told the guy, I said, hey man, listen, awesome. Tell me where to send you the trophy, okay? Because <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Max Crosby, again, this generation is different. I shared, I got to get on a little aside here that's not football related, but it, I'm bringing it back to Max Crosby and generational differences. Because again, Mo, I'm older than you. I'm older than a lot of the folks that listen to us. At least the data tells me that. Um, but I will tell you, I was watching, I have a good friend in business from, from my marketing PR days who shares, he's been sharing these videos of younger people, Max Crosby's age, who worked for companies who are getting laid off, right? And, and it's horrific how they're getting laid off. They're getting laid off on 
1000 person zoom calls or via email where there's they tell you the day before hey listen we're having a layoff tomorrow and so the emails will go out tomorrow at 10 a.m uh if you're laid off you'll find out then like just completely detached from any kind of human empathy whatsoever right so this is and and these people these people are sharing these calls and these emails and these videos of themselves being let go because it's so ridiculously terribly done. And, and so this generation is different, Mo. They're, they're sharing these moments and they, they, they want the transparency. And that's what Max Crosby's doing. So I'm, I, don't, I don't get mad at them all at all. And I'm not, like you said, I'm not taking sides on it. Is it the way I would do things? No, but that's me. I'm not Max Crosby. He's got every right to do what he wants. And you have every right out there as a listener, viewer, to like it or not like it. It doesn't matter. He's going to be him. And you know one thing? Max Crosby went through hell. He went through getting sober, all that stuff. He's been through a lot in his life. So you know what? People like that, they're not going to put up with your bullshit. They're just not going to do it. And so he's going to do it that way. Doesn't mean he wins out. Doesn't mean Mark Davis caves to Max Crosby. That's not how it works. So I agree with you there. I think... Mark Davis will take it. That's what that's what that's what it's for. Max Crosby's being loud about it because he wants to be heard. So Mark Davis can sit him down and say, hey, listen, I heard you. We love AP, but we're going this direction instead. Or I heard you, Max. We did interviews with everybody. It was a tough choice, but we did choose AP. And it wasn't just because of you campaigning. It was because I feel he's the best guy for the job. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Scott, the, the the Athletic has been reporting for the past month that Antonio Pierce is the leading candidate to get the job. I know. When I put out my Bleach Report article about my predictions for head coaching hires, guess who I predicted would be the head coach of the Raiders? Antonio Pierce. Me too. So I don't get, I don't get why people are going to now, because of Max Crosby, not because of that report coming out about the likely trade request. Mm-hmm. Now, if Mark Davis hires Antonio Pierce, people are going to say, "Oh, he caved to Max. Cros- he caved to Max Crosby." And I don't think that's necessarily true because, yeah. again, I felt like Antonio Pierce was a leading candidate to begin with. The Raiders might have chose chosen yes. Antonio Pierce to begin with. Now, the yeah. second thing I'll say about the people who say, "Oh, see, this is a revolt." Max Crosby went on his podcast. He did not demand a trade. A revolt would be players saying, "We're going to sit out." We're not going to play for any other yes. coach other than AP. We're all demanding trade requests and one out. That would be a revolt. That would be players quitting on the team. Correct. Max Crosby simply said all things are on the table. And as I said, I interpret that is, as is, if you don't hire Antonio Pierce, you're going to need to convince me to buy in. Yes. That's not a revolt. That's no. a person who wanted a certain coach to co- a certain person to coach their team and didn't get it. And now you need to convince him after botching some of your head coaching hires that you're making the right decision. (laughs) That's what it means. Most of. (laughs) This is not a revolt. People are quick, really quick, people are quick to take victory laps and they don't understand what they're reading or hearing. No, no, they, again, (laughs) Mo, it, it drives me nuts because this is, this is part of our societal issues. People acting emotionally to everything. 
And it's like, I get it with sports. Cause like as a fan, I have no problem with fans being emotional. You should be right. I mean, I'm wearing my gold Knights. If you're watching us on YouTube, I'm wearing my gold <laughs> Knights shirt. And when the gold Knights who are, who are really not doing well right now, injuries, all kinds of jazz, it pisses me off. Like it, it gets me mad because I'm emotional fan. So I get that, but every little thing, you can't be emotional. You got to think through it and say, Hey, you know what? If you are, and there's like, like Murph, our buddy Murph, Murph believes so much and like is so, has such conviction about Antonio Pierce. I love it. It's his guy. He believes that's the right thing for his beloved team. Okay. But Murph doesn't go around getting pissed off. If somebody says, Hey, you know what? I wish they'd interview Harbaugh. Like he doesn't get mad about it. Because he believes that Antonio Pierce will win out. He thinks he'll be the coach. And by the way, and I did, pre- and I predicted in, in my sports knot 10 bold predictions for the Raiders piece a couple weeks ago. I got crap from my colleagues because I had Antonio Pierce was named as coach, and they're like, that's not bold. Okay. But anyway, so, but my point is you can't, everybody reacts emotionally to everything. And it's like, because I, I made a video saying, I think Jim Harbaugh is the best candidate. That does not mean I don't think Antonio <laughs> Pierce can coach the team. I just said, if you can get him, go get him. If you can't, great, whatever. <laughs> oh, he's old. He can't, he's a cheater. He's a uh, No, just say, hey, dude, Scott, I understand you made good points about Harbaugh. I just think you're wrong. I think Antonio Pierce is the right guy. Okay, cool. Good. Scott, we can agree to disagree. Not a big deal. Scott, so, that's, not, that's not how social media works these days. But even, even, even in person, like having talk conversation, it's like settle down. It's okay. Well, if they make the wrong decision, it's like, yeah, but you know what? Again, and we'll close with this segment because I know people are going to, because now this is when we get the t- comments on YouTube, by the way, where it's like, you guys just be, uh, talk about football. Anyway, so, football. and I know it is football. So, but I, I look at it this way is remember Antonio Pierce, Jim Harbaugh, Leslie Frazier, Ben Johnson, doesn't matter who the candidate is. Right. And we don't know. We only know that Leslie Frazier has interviewed for the role so far yesterday. We don't know anybody else yet. All of them are have risk associated with them. If you think Antonio Pierce, without a doubt, is taking the Raiders Super Bowl, you're wrong. You don't know that. If I were to say if Jim Harbaugh is the coach, they're going to go to the Super Bowl, I would be wrong. I don't know that. He could fail. Antonio Pierce might fail. And I could make the argument logically, not emotionally that the chances of Antonio Pierce failing are greater than Jim Harbaugh failing because of based on record. That does not mean I don't like Antonio Pierce or that he can't be successful. But you have to look at it from that frame. Don't get so upset when people have a different point of view. Just say, hey, uh, I disagree. Great. There's no, you're not going to convince somebody who believes that John Gruden should be the coach that Antonio Pierce will be better. You're not going to convince them. So unless you just like to be a dick, why argue? Scott, I I hear you in all of this, <laughs> and I'll say I'll say this. I I tend to, you know, and people know this. I I have great. Let's. I, I just want to say this. I have great interactions online on social media. Oh, we all do. Interactions over the past few days. What I will say is, I'm not going to rail on people who are you know over the top. I converse with the people who are who you know, approach me uh, respectfully. And yeah. I had, I've had, like I said, like I said, I've had great conversations. I, I haven't had a bad interaction because you know what? I don't entertain the bad interactions. There you go. I'll just say wise I'll just say, words. I do sometimes, I not do. all the time. 
I do so sometimes, long. Mo. And you know what though? Because you, 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 I like to have, I like to understand. So sometimes when people, but you're right now, the way I look at it, especially through this, because after the Derek Carr stuff, I thought, you know, I didn't think it could be that bad again, but it's pretty much that bad. <laughs> and, and what I do now though, and I think you hit on it perfectly. And I didn't, I didn't, uh, in my head, I wasn't even articulating it as well as you did, which is when I, when somebody interacts, I was talking about the Rams game the other night and how that last no call on Puka Nakua was a bad call. It was a bad call. It should have been, it should have been pass interference, right? That happens in every game, by the way. But anyway, should have been pass interference, big game. And some, some person who follows a, me on, on X, like curses me out. F you. I'm like, all right, block. Like if I was on the street and I said that, or are you going to come up and yell in my face? F you. Like, are you, <laughs> are you going to do that? Because yeah. To your point, Mo, that's how I'm taking my interactions online. Because you're right, 95% of all the interactions I have online related to the show, related to the Raiders, is, is phenomenal. All great. Even people who disagree with me. We have a lot of people who disagree. Now, YouTube comments are different. You know, some people are just out there. But I will tell you, look at, look at your interactions online the same way you do as if you were facing that person on the street, walking by them on the street. That's how I do it now, to your point. So if somebody starts yelling... I think that this guy is like off his lithium and he's nuts. So I'm just going to see you later. <laughs> right. It's kind of fun. And that's what I recommend to people out there with discussions like this, because you're fans and you, you do like to go back and forth on stuff, which is cool, but man, just bring a little bit of respect to it. That's all right. Shout out to all the fans out there that are listening to us today. I, I like I said, I, I'm not going to just rail on it. I'll just say, yeah. I, this is, this is turn. This is, this is going to be an interesting week, simple because it is big hires are big hires are definitely coming. We'll talk about one person who's been involved in the process mm -hmm. in the next segment. I'm guessing, yes. but but it's it's a crucial time. Mm. So fans are fans are 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 going to be emotional about this because this could make or break the race for the, at least the next you know two to four, three to five years. Yes. You know, if they make the wrong decision here. You're wasting more of Max Crosby's prime. You're wasting Devontae Adams' years past thirty. You're, you know, you're wasting some some pretty good years from players who are developing and coming along, or are primetime players like a Max Crosby. Mm -hmm. If you make the right decision, it could help you in that division. Because remember, if Jim Harbaugh goes to the Chargers, that division, the AFC West, is going to be a tough division to coach in. So you yeah. would have Harbaugh, you have Peyton, you have Reed. Now, now keep in mind, Antonio Pierce has already beaten uh, Andy Reed and Sean Payton with the rookie mm -hmm. quarterback. By the way, yeah. I will say, yes, a lot of people, a lot of people, really quick, Scott. A lot of people want to say, well, the Raiders beat these backup quarterbacks, but you could also look at it from the other end. The Raiders had a backup quarterback. The Raiders had a fourth round rookie. They had a yeah, first-year play caller. So, but th this is where this is where and this will be my last complaint. I promise, and then we'll go on to to talking <laughs> more straight thing. football. My but but that's thing. that's the thing with fandom. It's remarkable to me, and I just usually when people do it, I I don't say anything. I don't I, I engage with them and try to make them look bad. But the same people say, "Well, he beat he beat the back of court uh, Easton Stick. Big deal." Blah, blah. Those are the same people who are talking about how great the Raiders run was under Rich Bisaccia when they beat backup quarterbacks <laughs> and to get into the playoffs during the COVID stuff. All those guys were out the last. That's how they got on that run to go to into the playoffs under Rich Bisaccia. So be careful. Be careful. You know, that what the old saying about glass houses, right? So so you're 
you're you're you're saying you're defending the Raiders for making the playoffs beating backup quarterbacks, but then you're saying Antonio Pierce isn't that good because he beat backup quarterbacks. So that's 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 tends to be the the place we get to sometimes. But anyway, but we're off of that. No more negativity, no more tussle and hustle and infighting and all that. We're going to talk more about um, some of the other things that are going on in Raider Nation, including the search for a general manager. Oh my, yes. Uh, this podcast will be released on Tuesday morning. We're recording this on Monday. So if if you hear this and they've already decided, then guess what? You better hurry over to the channel because we're probably doing a live show right now. But anyway, we're going to talk about the GM search and the coaching search and everything else associated with that when we come back here. You're listening to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Don't go anywhere. 